Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, 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 good afternoon, good evening, good whatever, good whomever, good wherever I may find you. This is Alan Averill, this is Agitators Anonymous, episode 36. This is a really special episode with a very old friend of mine, a very dear friend of mine. And it's a long one, so strap yourself in. It's a spicy meatball, so prepare the gullet. Yes, it's comedian Steve Hughes, one time member of Slaughter Lord, Mortal Sin, and an international comedian of renown and repute for, well, two decades or so. Um, and this is a really interesting chat with Steve, everything from lockdown to learning how to let go, spirituality, Buddhism, cancel culture, it's all in there. So hang in there and get to the end of it. The show is sponsored by Hate Couture, Hateful Yet Tasteful, Apparel and Clothing, www.hate. H-A-T-E-C-O-U-T-U-R-E-616.com. Mention the promo code Alan and you will get free shipping. And we have another very special offer for anybody listening in the Americas. And that is uh, 15% off any order at www.metalblade.com. You've got to be in the US and A, but mention that, AA podcast, and you will get 15% off your order. So get to it. Right. Instagram is nemthianga underscore primordial. And if you want to go to Patreon where I make various other content, there's songs, there's demos, there's bonus podcasts, this, that, the other, go to www.patreon.com slash Alan Averill with two A's, A-V-E-R-I-L-L. 
L. All right, without further ado, here is Steve Hughes. Well, this is Steve Hughes. How are you? I'm very good, Mr. Very Alan Averill. Very good. That's the first time that I've heard somebody say they're very good in this entire year. And uh, you well, know, so, well, do you know what's so funny? I've, I'm having a lot of synchronicities recently. And the, the other day, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I've learned a debt. Well, I've the irony being, I've learned a lot this year and unlearned a lot this year, which is uh, the best way to go, really. And I thought to myself. I really should be grateful for this year. I've fucking had a good year, really, and so I've got a. It's been good, you know. Lots of, and then this morning on Facebook, suddenly Rob from Vomitor, who was talking to me yesterday, wrote up. He goes, "I've had a great 2020." I don't know. <laughs> and I thought, because I, I thought about it. it's almost like a, a conditioning that you almost have to get. Oh yeah, it's been horrible, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's been horrible. You know. Oh yeah, everyone's out there. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's so horrible. <laughs> Well, you know, our friend, our friend Rob is what they call, you know, a luxury hermit, you know, so he's okay <laughs> with hiding away from you. Have you heard this phrase, luxury hermits? Yeah, I have. Brilliant. Oh, I have. The kind of, you know, middle class in new, new tech people who are like quite happy to pad around oh. or work from home and, you know, oh, walk the dog and smoke a joint and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also... It's okay for you. You don't work with your fucking hands, you know? I also saw a guy the other day, it was interesting, uh, nothing to do with this per se, but it was a sense of the way that some people like this. And, you know, Thomas Sheridan, mm. Irish guy, he's a, he's a pagan guy. All right, no. You find him talking at what they would call conspiracy theory conferences. Okay. And, All right. Right, right. Very smart guy, great guy. And he, he, did, he did a great sort of rundown the other day of the, of the, the archetypical sort of Judeo-Christian, even Islamic monotheistic archetype within the collective cult psyche of why he goes, you think these people don't like the lockdowns and you did this whole description of using the archetypes of the religious thing to get that. They love it. <clears throat> they love it. <laughs> right? and it was brilliantly fucking broken down. You know, it was yeah. fantastic. You know? I mean, we, you know, I think there, are, I think there's a certain section of society that do like it, that they like the sense of imposed order and they also like the fact that they don't need to necessarily, they have what they want in life, whether it's their partner, their kids and that and the other. And, you know, they miss maybe the odd one time a year they go to a gig or go to something social, but generally their life isn't that different. But now they have less anxiety about going outside. There's a mixture of different things. But what's been, what's been really clear to me in all of this is that my friend said to me, she goes, people don't care about the things you care about. They're not really that interested in freedom of speech and geopolitics. They care about, you know, what the kids are eating for dinner and, you know, all, all sorts of, and very real concerns. But she just said the existential crisis that you are, have been plunged into is not the same for most people. And most people are concerned with, you know, the day-to-days of living. So, yeah, it's been, you're, you're right. There's a certain section of people who seem to kind of enjoy this hermitage, um, which I find perplexing to deal with because it, especially in the sense of i mean it's yeah it's 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 a very interesting thing to look at it's something that you know i think people who are kind of half uh, what i really uh, woke up to especially was how many people are actually so connected to the system like in ways they don't even know yeah and now this situation has really brought that to light. Guys I thought were kind of outlier guys, you know, the kind of people we've hung out with for so long. I don't, 
some middle-class English ladies who work at the health shop who are more awake than some metalhead guys I know who are supposed to be kind of, you know, sort of, yeah, yeah. Like, this is this is very strange you know but yeah. and you suddenly realize that your friends as much as they've known you for 35 years i said to one of my friends do you trust me he went, yeah i trust you i said well i've got you know i've got access to information you know i said i don't say i know the truth about everything but you know do you trust me and he's like yeah but really at the end of the day he doesn't he trusts the tv he yeah. can't really trust just steve <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah you know so he doesn't because he's conditioned in that way because people also, this is why I will never watch the TV or watch the news because subconsciously, because it's so, it's so, it's high tech mind control, right? Yeah. Right. So, and it's occultic and it's military grade. So, so I don't think a lot of people understand that if you grew up with the TV, like we all did, you mm. know, say you lived in a, a dysfunctional household, it was emotionally unstable or something, something like that. I used books, right? Some, someone might someone might use the TV to switch off, right? yeah. to, to escape to escape this this circumstance. So so that then becomes in the subconscious related with safety, yeah, like and trance, like sta- and disconnection, and 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 so now you don't even know. Is even if you're watching the TV consciously, there can be parts of it that you don't know have gone in in a way yeah, yeah. and and trigger things. And now you suddenly realise that this guy on the TV he. Could, I kind of trust him. Why? Because you feel comfort and, yeah, and yeah. things you're, they're, they're, you're getting triggered in ways you don't fucking know. And like, yeah, I think you're exactly right. And it's one of the things that's been very revealing to me this year is I, I listen to people who will say something that I know is the media narrative. Oh. And, then, and then in the next sentence, they'll go, ah, yeah, but, you know, and I'll say, do you, do you think that I'll say to them, do you think the Irish media have, have really, um, uh, you know, put politicians to the not the proverbial sword but at least held them to account and they'll go no 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 and i'll go yeah but you just said the opposite in the previous sentence or they'll go like it's a kind of cognitive dissonance and it's weird because you're totally right in the sense that we've been programmed by the social media algorithm for the last 10 years everything you've bought everything you've witnessed everything everything you've watched everything you've searched has made you know is given you your version of the news and that's one of the things that i think is so strange about this moment is that everyone has a slightly different version that's a very interesting a very interesting uh, observation i never thought about it like that it's, 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 that almost the information flowing into your world space is, is has been alchemized into yeah, yeah. Your... <laughs> exactly and so and so everybody is standing a tiny different little bit angle looking at the same thing but they see completely different things so whereas i <laughs> i'm concerned about you know freedom of speech or existential issues or liberty uh, other people see something completely different, but yet I was talking to you know you know you talk to say what well, we my litmus test the lads I play football with or something like this and they will say on the one hand oh isn't it isn't that a terrible thing about the mother and baby's home these uh, this sort of issue in Ireland where um, terrible things done to kids in convents were suppressed by the state as an example or they'll there was a kind of cancer screening smear test thing for women a few years ago and a lot of people died and i go yeah but they're the same people who are now telling you telling you giving you the information that you're living by in terms of lockdown and i they go oh well that was terrible but i think what it is is that the leap of blind the leap to not have blind faith can leave you kind of really unmoored from the shore which i think we're both quite out at sea for most people 
because it's a dangerous it's a, place. The waters are deep and it's a very dangerous place to be because most people go, <laughs> like my mate said to me, and he said, this is a perfectly brilliant observation. He goes, mate, I have three kids. If I think like you, I can't be a good dad. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're so fucking right. I can't argue with that. But I said, it would help your kids if, you, if for 5% of your rational thinking, you could just open the door a tiny bit to something that's happening. But yeah, it's, it's weird. We, we're totally played by our algorithm and it puts us in a diff, all in a slightly different angle, calibrated us, you know. Sorry, I talked over you there. No, 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 that's very, it's, it's, that's very interesting what, what, what you said about what you mate said about being a dad, because that's what I find intriguing when I've watched people, with, the people I've known for 30, 40 years. Now, I don't claim to know the truth. I mean, what, yeah. what man does, right? So, and the truth and facts are different fucking world spaces. So, but I'm no guys, right? I, I know what I've done in my life, right? I've read hundreds of books, mm. right? From, from topics of money, yeah. secret societies, occultism, Satanism, religion, metaphysics, psychology. I'm not an expert. Right. I didn't, you know, mm. I got this information of people who really are experts who spent, yeah. who dedicated their lives to this stuff. And so I know a lot of my people I know and probably the most, and a lot of people I know who are even kind of awake haven't read this much stuff because they don't find it interesting. Whereas yeah. I did. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so I know people who have never done it. So they've been going to work, playing sport, uh, ordering pizzas, watching TV, seeing mum every Wednesday, uh, talking about whatever, surely lying on their bed thinking about their life and they're in a world like any other human being, but generally just you know, going to yoga, doing stuff, right? But now they seem to go that everything that I've looked at for 25 years is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, the, I get the same thing. <laughs> right, right. I, oh, I, I think what it is is because it, the, the, the topics we're, we're, we're being placed within in, at the <laughs> are so vast. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, I, was, I would argue with somebody that, you know, the, the crisis, and I'll put that in parenthesis for people who are um, listening to the podcast but not looking at us, is um, secondary to issues of liberty. But when you say something like that, people are like, what does that mean? And so you, you kind of have to go back. I go, well, you know, the birth of every nation, state, citizen, city um, has been a trial of liberty without sounding too pretentious. And now I, said, I say to people, in the history of all these city-states, can you tell me one example of where the citizens of that particular place handed over every freedom and got them back? Because <laughs> if there is one, one in thousands of years, I like to know it. And the whole world just handed it over. And my mate is like, I can t I'm telling people that, and I can see their brains are going, yeah, well, look, I just want a good Christmas and we'll get through it. I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, man, what, man, what can we do? Do you know what? Do you know what? As I'm at this year, as I said, I've learned <laughs> and unlearned a lot this year and I've become far more humble. But there is a part of me that is always, I go back to George Carlin and go, you know how you think there's a lot of stupid people out there? Yes, yeah. Well, they're 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 more stupid than them. And you say, <laughs> yeah. And I, now I don't mean to say that they're all dumb people who can't function and they're not wise in other fucking forms of life. No, no, definitely, but, definitely not. But, you know, no. But but I'm like, this is profoundly weird to me. Yeah. Like I don't, I, and 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 what's so funny is you said you know you're well versed in history, and far more well versed than me, and so. But when you when you present something like that, it's almost like oh, what? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Alan's got a breath. Yeah, this is called 
knowledge, like like information. <laughs> it, it's just I I've realised that I can't frame my like I can't go in too hard with some people. You have to frame the questions differently. So I would say to people, do you think what's happening? You've, is, is, is you've learned. Sorry to interrupt. You've learned yeah. what I've learned over the years, which is yes. Well, I used to go right in the deep end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, what am I doing? What am yeah. I doing? Like, 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 nobody ever acts, reacts well to that. And the, and the other thing about it is like, you kind of say, um, okay, look, do you think this is disproportionate? If yes, no. If yes, then ask yourself, why do you think it is? And does it seem like what it appears? And if the answer is, you know, yes, no, and no, well, now we're standing on the same side of the fence, perhaps. Now, I'm not asking you to stand where I'm standing, but at least to go, I wonder why that's happening. And that just seems to be a very simple thought process that I don't, that a lot of people don't connect dots that to me were instantly connected. Like when this instantly happened, right? When they went lockdown, I went biometric passports, health passports, infringement of civil liberties. That was my next thought instantly. And instantly. I'm still finding it nine months later saying to people, you know, hey, you know, a, a sort of a, a biometric health passport linked to your vaccination that you can take part or not in society is an infringement of your civil liberties and they go because it's such a huge thing and then and then i say i also the caveat for me is i say but i hope to be wrong and i don't want to be the i told you so guy you know here's the fucking thing are, are you under any fucking illusion that we wish to be correct yeah yeah that's that's the thing yeah yeah no like, not, like, not at like, all like and here's the thing I can't I quite, I read a post about it yesterday. Like, don't you understand that if we are not correct and we're all tin foil hat nutters who just take yeah. everything to the extreme, right? Then yeah. if we're all so insane and nothing's going on, and we're all just idiots, then all we will have to live with is being looked upon as fools. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But if, if we're not wrong, <laughs> oh, <that's>... <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so do you ever think to yourself, to these people, so what if we're not wrong? Yeah. Because I mean, that is I, a big concern to you if yeah. we're not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say to my friends is that if I'm, if I'm only 10% right, that should still worry you. But if I'm not wrong in the observations that I make about what this perhaps may be, um, you should be fucking, part of you should be terrified. Now, I know, or at least worried or scared, but it's very hard for people to calibrate that because I mean, as I, as I, I have to rationalize it in the sense that Ireland, for example, has never known fascism or communism, but is an old, one of the oldest democracies, sitting democracies in the world. And the idea that it can't happen here. I understand that. I understand that because, but, it, but to try and explain to people, this is perhaps you, you're thinking in conventional terms. This is slightly different. This is like a surveillance society controlled, controlled burn so to speak and it's it's very hard to try and get people to recalibrate their understanding it, it, of what that means sorry it's, I and it's also it's also no it's also very hard for them to because they've done no research well these are my speculations i think it's also very hard for them sometimes to because you see people going but why is this happening even some people get get a bit sort of yeah no. uh, i don't think this is right but why well see you don't know see i can tell you why yeah. Right, right. I don't know the finer details of everything because, you know, these are, this is genius stuff. Yeah. You know, psycho, you know. but, but if you don't know why it could possibly be happening, then where are you? 
yeah, yeah. Like, 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 so you can't grab onto anything. So next minute yeah. you're just at the mercy of whatever you fucking hear. And that's very dangerous. Yeah, that's very strange because people will need to have people need to have a linear narrative where they know, okay, this makes sense because of this and this. But if you say to somebody, yeah. like, if you say to somebody like, hey, the nature of power is that it always seeks to gather more power. Like that's like control of you is enough for this to be what it is. And they go, what? There has to be some end and i go well you might be dead when we really know the end it might be 25 <laughs> or 50 years or 100 years uh, uh and but again it's it's so all-encompassing and so um existentially huge it's i think most people won't really it won't really bump up to them until it's like hey your kids can't go to school anymore you've got a home school and the state is going to pay you to homeschool your kids or something like that. Now, that's a very, as I said, in, I've been saying in the podcast since the start, is that my hypotheticals, I understand, are amplified by my own situation. I'm only a human being in the sense that I've also have my uh, algorithm, which has curated me. I, there's no escaping that. And so, therefore, I could be completely wrong and it could all be benign and just a money grab. And if that's true, great. And we can go back to normal. But everyone I've asked, and this is the weird thing, right? Even people who, who will go, ah, come on. If I say, hey, do you think we're going to go back to zero? Are you ever going to dance with a stranger again? That's my question. George Michael, never going to dance again. And they go, uh, even they, even the most optimistic people go, probably not. And I go, so you're going to accept this anti-human process? Well, well it's so funny you said it. Human shows better say, and they're going to equate the anti-life sort of essence of this like like like, like yeah. not even essence it's pure anti-life yeah it like, is like, yeah yeah it's anti-human yeah it's 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 about as i said the day, i said okay say there's no conspiracy in the world nothing nothing we're all insane and nothing yeah. are you still concerned about the way it's been yeah rolled out <laughs> i mean i mean the, the previous and, and, and whenever ever have they shut the world no, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, is it, this not? Is, is this not? Does this not? Yeah. I mean, you can I'm, you I'm, you can be concerned about the, you can be concerned about people's health and safety, and you can also be you can be concerned about that and and say the virus is what the virus is. But you can also be concerned at the same time about, as you say, locking down the entire world and civil liberty. They're not mutually exclusive, and that's oh. what I find really disturbing with people is that. They seem to have been, the media has decided that you either have to be one or the other. If you're pro the welfare of, you know, uh, people. Well, they've already, they've already conditioned that with what? Anti-feminist, anti-gay, anti, they did it all to you. You're not sort of, you know, oh no, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not into feminism. No, you're anti. Yeah. You're always, you're always the complete antithesis of it. You're, you're the enemy of it. Well, it's making, it's you know, making, yeah. it's making. And then, yeah, did anybody and even if, believe it? Even if you just, even if, yeah, and even if you discuss the the kind of psychological ramifications that perhaps these are strategies that have been implemented into the culture and the and the narrative as well to bring you to certain points like this, for example, then that then, then it's like their mind goes, oh, we can't. Yeah, it's too. And it's like when someone in a comment section says to me, okay, Steve, then explain to me all this. And I'm going, in a comment section? Like, it's taken me 25 yeah. years of linking and knowing I was lied to. They yeah. don't understand. Do you understand that to become a conspiracy theorist? Of course, when you first get into it, because what's driving you to find this? Because you find that this is not right. Yeah. Like, 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 like 
There's always been a part of me since I was fucking a kid, right? And of course, when you first get into it, you can become a little radical. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because sure. be, right, be, because it's like you found, you know, the the the, the lost ark. Well, you're also you're also you're also young, and that's the nature of being young as well, you know. Yeah, and also it's just that it, it is because suddenly this wealth of information of that it starts to pin join things together you could see but couldn't work out so it's like and then you and then if you're that kind of person that likes this stuff it's exciting for me yeah yeah i mean right. the so, thing about it, but if you're if you're young and you read let's say when i was young i read um obviously my father had gone through some of the same moments and i found eric von daniken's books and all this kind of stuff you know and so i read them and it was very interesting but i was in my own sort of reading space i wasn't in an echo chamber where in two seconds i could find hundreds of other people who believe the same thing. And we all backed each other up and qualified each other's own opinions about things. Um, and that's a huge difference is that you're only a second away from finding the flat earth society and then <laughs> apply whatever else, you know, you want to those three words. And then you found your tribe. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, which for us was back in the day was heavy metal. And that was a creative thing. Now it's like, Mate, me and you are on the same wavelength so much. I was about to say, it's almost like that Sea of Tranquility show. I, I watch the oh, yeah. YouTube, the music one. Those old guys, they're our age and stuff. So yeah. they know that thing. There's a black guy on there. He loves rock. And Thin Lizzy's his favourite band. And he told a story. He goes, the first time I found, uh, what album was it? Um, Tigers of Pantang, Spellbound, right? Oh, yeah, you couldn't yeah. get them in this. You couldn't get them in the States, right? He goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, we used to go to record stores. And he used to explain it. He goes, it had a big arrow pointing downstairs. I'm like, fuck, we had one of those. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He goes, and then I go, I'll go, I went to the T section. We used to see how cool is this record shop. I wonder if I could find this. And he goes, when I saw that record, he goes, I pulled it out and went, oh my fucking God. Right. <laughs> and, and, and listen to these guys talk and they all go, because remember then, and you just heard it, but no one else had it and you couldn't find it and you didn't know where you get it. Isn't it, isn't, it, isn't it true that I think one of the things that, you know, just to dovetail on what you're saying there about music, one of the things and one of the problems with many people now is they don't have those, let's, I, I was being facetious with somebody the other day and I said, one of the problems is people don't have hobbies anymore. Or, I mean, okay, not in this situation, but for the last couple of years, their hobby is being online and that's their tribe, their group. And many of the people who are, let's say, confused about the world, maybe in 1987 would have just liked The Cure. Or, you know, or not to be facetious, but we had our little groupings and you found your people, you know, your, who understood you, whether it was the freaks and the geeks and the whatever and the hardcore people and the punks and whatever. And so that is now completely, seems to be completely missing from... Um, well, well, it also youth well, culture, you, can, you, know? you can also look at it like this too. It, if say you're just in some town and you're like heavy metal, and it's only you and your mate or you by yourself, and, yeah. but somehow, somehow, oh, you meet this guy. Right? And so, so there's a kind of organicness to it, right, right, right. Whereas now you're just funneled into this algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, it, uh, like, <laughs> right, like it's too fucking close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like, it's like, and now I can just talk to this guy in Chile. Like, yeah. and like, uh, and whereas, whereas before I had to wander in the Blue Mountains and meet Mick Burke. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, and then, and then made a guy who goes, oh, I know this half Aboriginal guy plays bass. He, he likes heavy metal on that. Like, and then, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, would he be in our band? Yeah, he might be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you, you find you get one letter with one magazine flyers <laughs> in it, and it starts something else. Up. But yeah, it's, it's, it sounds really silly, but just the fact that people just don't. Yeah, they don't have hobbies, hobbies anymore. So they find themselves occupied within this space online and find, um, 
it's, I mean, look, the algorithm, part of the algorithm's job is to curate your outrage because you obviously, you spend more time watching what you fucking hate or expressing outrage <laughs> than you do about anything positive. So is it hardly surprising that we're in a situation after 10 years where, you know, we're talking about microaggressions or something like this? That, that's hilarious. Chasing subconscious ghosts. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'll tell you what's, what I've always found about funny uh, uh, people putting negative comments about things or looking for things they don't like. So, of course, you know, you put anything out there, you know, people will not like it. That's okay. But it's like, so you've got a YouTube channel. I have one. Well, to make a comment, you'll have to subscribe. So I think, well, why did you bother subscribing? Just to tell me you think I'm shit. Yeah. I think, well, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just something in human nature. People find you at the bar to go, Alan, you have sayings of third verse of the fourth song tonight wrong. I'm like, yeah, I know. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for coming to find me to tell me I made a mistake. But I think, it, I think one of the things about the, the, the things about, for example, the, the, Commenting on the internet is like flinging shit into a sewer, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I don't, I don't. no, no. But I'll like, comment, I'll, I'll comment on the internet. I'm like, no, I think Number of the Beast is better than Power Slave. That's that's that's. Yeah, that's, that's then, then, you went, <laughs> then you went. <laughs> then you went. Then you went. Then you went. feathers. Like, okay. yeah. But the thing about it is, is what what the comment section allowed people to do was to take part in the narrative, even when it had nothing to do with them, or if they never even understood it, or even watched all of it. So your comment is indelibly linked forever in the comment section, unless somebody deletes it. So allowing people to crowd the marketplace of ideas to the point where everyone just suffocates. Do you get me? Like, so is part of the problem because you've just all of a sudden given everyone a voice about everything, even if they've never even read a fucking book. Now that sounds a bit, oh, elite, but you know, well, I mean, you can always make it into funny things. It is. It's, it's almost like if you played your primordial gig and then afterwards the whole band had to stand at a table each while the audience lined up to go, well, I didn't like the way that you went into that bit out there. I thought it was <laughs> and then had to go with the sound man and then had to go with the, yeah, yeah. I really think you shouldn't have started with that track. I mean, why don't uh, you start with this track? This is my yeah. favorite album. And I reckon if you... Well, but you know, people do do that, but which is fair enough. You know, well, it's... Uh, they pay, if you paid for your ticket in, okay, but you know, the, the internet you know commenting is free, you know? That's like the, uh, that, that show I watch again, that Sea of Tranquility show, the rock show, the guy who runs it, he's a great guy, cool guy. It's just a, but you always see, because he knows how people are, you always see fucking uh, stipulate, you know, so these are my favourite Judas Priest albums. Right? They might not be your favourite Judas Priest yeah. albums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so, you know, it's just put your ones in. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. doesn't, this is, it's not that I think Stained Class is the best Judas Priest. It's my favourite Judas Priest. Yeah. You have to, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. You have to stip you. What do you mean you think Stained Class is better than that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's because, again, well, let's go back to this. The concept is anti-human because just reaching <laughs> somebody out on Twitter is, there's no human process to that. And there's also no comeback there's no like you know you remember in school you talk shit about somebody they'd come and give you like oi you know and that that sort of kept you morally in line to not be such a fucking dickhead all like, the mate, time you know and that but, but the fact everything's anonymous and you can just you know is um i don't know is that's part of the problem like wait here we are just giving out about everything but yeah it's it's the anti-human nature of this whole process it's hardly surprising everybody has gone fucking mad 
Oh yeah, because it's, it is. It's, a, it's an inorganic, un- weird, it's a weird situation. It's exactly what you said. You know, I had these dickheads who would just hassle me on the thing. Everything was just like these. And they were just these metal guys from Australia, fucking Greeks or something like you know, being that fucking. Well, you hate Greeks, no, but I grew up with Australian fucking Greeks and Italians. When they want to be smart asses, they're fucking smart asses, right? And, so, and I can tell the game they're playing, right? Because I've got status, so they need to bring me down, right? right? And yeah, it's just, yeah. and one of them comes on one day and just goes, it's not like that, you muppet. Yeah. Like that was because I never answered them. I'm just, and yeah. that's when I had to go, excuse me, do I know you? Because, yeah, I think, I when, think the best way to do it is just to not answer anybody. Oh, no, I never answered. I never answered them for like nearly a year, not once. But this one, I finally went, mate, because you young fucking, we learned that you don't walk up to other men in pubs in their conversations and go, yeah, fucking Muppet, because we know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and even that process of is being, you know, removed from people as well. Mate, well, here's the, here's the next thing. I'll tell you how they've been programmed and how you come back. So now if you explain something like that to them, they get, oh, so you think violence is the answer. But, oh, my God. Because all that PC bullshit comes out of them, right? Now, did I say violence was the answer? I'll tell you this. Violence wasn't the answer. Why? Because we knew if we behaved like that, we would get violence. Yeah. See? Uh, so violence wasn't the answer. Like we just went, it was just a kind of mm. thing that you go, oh, well, you know what happens when you walk up to another fucking person yeah. and fuck it. <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's the other thing that uh, I think is one of the worst things is that everybody assumes the complete opposite of this. So if I say to somebody like, hey, I don't support um, the terms of level five, the most strict lockdown, I think it's anti-human, I think in the long run it'll cause more harm than good. And the immediate answer is, oh, so you want people to die. It's like, well, no, there is a hundred points or a thousand points between picking the the opposite outlying version of every conversation. Like, I think everything resides in the gray area between both points fundamentally, because nothing is generally an absolute truth, except for like death and taxes generally. But like, it's, everyone just assumes, oh, well, of course, you're this other thing if you're that thing. We'll say, we'll say, we can have variations of a theme, you know. If someone responds to me like that, I simply, the good thing about it is I know where I'm standing. I'm now listening to someone who's been given a card by the BBC. This is how it is simple for me. Because as I said, most people, you can just see most people these days. and You know what argument will come out of it? Yeah. No one's, no, it just, just, just can't, like, yeah, yeah, of course you're a vegetarian and you stand for feminism and political correctness. And, and, and if you don't want to lock down, you must want people to die. I'm like, have you ever thought anything for yourself? <laughs> like, I'll, 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 tell you, I'll tell you a funny thing, right? I was watching um, this uh, program with this guy a couple of years ago and he he took a receipt for a coffee, right? And one guy gave it, the other guy showed him the receipt and the coffee and through what was ordered, the, you know, non something or other, I don't know, whatever it was, uh, he, he narrowed down the price that was paid, the kind of coffee, the obviously soya milk used, the area of New York where the receipt was from and the coffee shop itself and he just did all these investigations briefly and just went, right, I, my guess is this is a 24-year-old woman who is in this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And then they revealed the person with the receipt was like 95% exactly. And so even just a little bit of sleuthing yourself can reveal 
just a receipt can reveal almost anything about you because that's what the area you're shopping in, the coffee shop you're shopping in, um, you, that's the, your vegan slam poetry coffee shop or whatever's going on and you pay an extra buck and you want soy milk and you don't want this, that, and the other. And, and he just goes, and I, it's guaranteed she's a Democrat and this, that, and the other. And the whole thing was just mailed by one receipt. And that's, that's fucked because if that, if, because it, it more or less tells you like I always wonder about nuance in the world and nuance in arguments. I think people are nuanced. And then sometimes every now and again, you get a piece of information and you go, well, maybe it's not as nuanced as you thought it was. And it, it, you can be removed, reduced to a receipt, which is partly what's happening now, you know? Sorry, that oh. was a rather weird segment. No, that's better. I, I can almost see it simply from a one receipt, some fellow who's probably quite good at this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but from one receipt, he worked this out. Well, imagine how much information they've got on you now. It's just yeah. everywhere, like some big splatter job, right? You know what I mean? So, you know, and I've done it too. You know, I'd, I'd love to be off this fucking thing in the, in the fucking woods. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 and it must be weird for, for us to try and comprehend it for like kids who are 20 and that, because they've grown up in it. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. So, Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I have, I have cousins who are teens and um, trying to understand some of their attitudes about things is, is, is difficult. But I do have definitely have sympathies with them, even though I complain about, you know, some of the, the actions of people. Because, but I've, I tell you, I found my old fanzines from when I wrote when I was 16, 17, 18. And I just read some of the things. I was like, my God, look at some of the things I was pumping out with a fanzine okay it's just a fanzine but if i'd had this i would have been doing this as well and trying to change and take on the world because that's what you do when you're 18 you don't realize oh. what, what a dickhead you are and so i have sympathies with other 18 year old dickheads it's just the problem is that now they have the ability to get you know professors fired and fucking bring down you know um <laughs> and they're all cancel bands and book yeah yeah and cancel you know, and they're all it, and they're all amped up on stuff that's not true. Oh, and and they're also amped up on the fucking opioid crisis. Adderall up to the fucking nines, and we right, didn't have that. that. We didn't have that. You know, that their ADD medication from five years old. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, like yeah. like so. You know, this is a whole. You know, they're having threesomes when they're in fucking primary school. You know. <laughs> I'm not so sure of that. I think, I think, well, okay, I'm not going to get into that. I think they're less likely to be having sex, actually. But yeah, I, 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 I because, they're not, they're, because they're not meeting. You're not, you know, you're just. You're, you're, but no, it's, it's, I, I do have enough, a lot of sympathy with, with young people in this respect, especially if they've been placed online since before they were, were able to um, agree to it. Like, you know, they, you have everything from baby pictures all the way up, and now they're they've never had a moment of privacy. No, no, it's very strange. It's very strange. So yeah, I understand that. You know, I don't always like the word sympathy anymore, but I, you know, I don't think oh, I want a bunch of just dickheads if they just came out like this. No, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. they've been they've been put through the ringer. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to somebody who's younger what life was like before the internet is quite <laughs> in, insane. You know that. Do, do you know what it's? One day I was sitting there, I was lying on my bed and I thought to myself, that world that I was in in the 90s and the 80s is gone. Yeah. And, and I thought, how do I explain that to someone yeah. who's, who, who can't pinpoint it as a reality? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, very, it's very strange. And because I, that's one of the things I was... I, was I, I, guess con I guess country people might still understand it, rural people, kids yeah. who grew up. 
you know. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and in certain countries where things have not moved at such a dramatic pace. But yeah, but, yeah. But for sure, you know, I think it's that, I think it's the, the, uh, the falling apart of shared realities that is part of the problem. There once was a time where you watched the news at night and it was relatively um, non-partisan. And you watched it, you know, I sat with my parents, watched the nine o'clock news and you got that. And I read the paper. I read the same paper my dad did from front to cover when I was a teenager or whatever. And because you, back then you could be a journalist and, you know, your, your job was to be on the outside of the tent pissing in, not inside the tent pissing out. Um, and you held people to account. You read genuine opinions or uh, genuine facts. And now the fact is that that's completely destroyed. Um, and so we have no shared reality. That nine o'clock sitting with your parents watching the news, that's gone from society, you know? And how do you oh, explain to people that that, that that was something you all talked about the next day in work, school, college, whatever? And, all, and also, can't, that's, what, that's what amazes me of people our age, my age. It just even to, to look at the media, can't you just... T- where's your instinct for lies gone? Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I haven't watched it once. Right? I'd never watched it anyway. I had it since this, especially, right? So I'm like, I just was in the lounge one day and my mate was having his dinner or something and it was on and just the start of the news came out, the intro, right? And I just saw it and I, I was like, this is, this is so ridiculous. Like, yeah. it's, it's like how, how could you even believe this bit? It's just such dopamine soaked up bullshit everything they want you to know there's a picture of bill gates walk across with some indians it's just yeah, yeah. it's it, it's oh, and now people are so i can't believe how they're but it, it's, it's like it's like it's like it's like they're in this thing it's just oh bill gates why would you hate bill gates he went to india once and it's just he gave yeah. his i don't see why you'd hate a philanthropist to give this money away and what do you i'm sure everybody just and i'm i'm just I don't, I'm sort of, it's like i'm outside going i don't i don't What's happening? Come back. Yeah, Come yeah. Back. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, propagandizing is nothing new. It's just, it's just, it just works on a whole different other level now. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. I think me. I, I think. I think me and you have just. I, I think. I just don't. I don't think me and you have just ever seen. Well, I haven't personally. Such a drastic situation, which now sort of exposes what was always there. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's the, true, the, yeah. the, the, the situation has, has and now yeah. you sort of like, so now you can go, oh my God, all these people who I was chatting to for years and thought were like, well, we're all actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I will say that, you know, I do have very clever friends who just say, Alan, this is just a botched response to a system that was broken. And the things you see are, it's not that they're not there, but it's many things are adding to this, you know, like, I don't know, to the sort of the narrative, but that it's not as malign as you think, but because that's what your algorithm has curated for you and that's how you view the world. Um, but there is a happy medium between, uh, oh, happy medium, that's such a fucking ridiculous two words that shouldn't go together. <laughs> but, but there is an informed um, position between those points that yes, it can be a botched response, it can be political cowardice. It can be people who don't want, I think this is very important, is, is, is politicians and health officials who, have, who don't want, um, the risk of personal jeopardy to their careers because of what happens online is so great that they all just kind of are moving in the same direction. It can't, don't, can't turn the caravan around, so to speak. But also elements of these other things that we're talking about and probably agree on happening at the same time. And that's why it's so brain breaking because it's 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 like taking in a hundred different points of view at the same time and they could all be right 
And, and here's I'm, the thing, I just, I, I sometimes wonder, you know, of course, I don't expect them to know, who can know what a, a, any other person's doing, but, you know, it's not like I'm running around anymore, uh, just freaking out that new world order's coming, and rah, 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 rah. Yeah. I'm just like, because I also do sit down and ponder, okay, I now have to analyze the filter I'm looking at the world through, yeah, yeah. From, what I've ta- from what I've taken in. That's what I've been trying to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, so, so, so make sure that I'm not, because I don't want my own brainwashing let's call it that right yeah, yeah. my own my, right right to yeah. to to now i have to make sure i have to process this yeah yeah and, make, yeah. and, and you know and look at it without making sure I've, you know because so which opens my mind up to going okay i'll listen to someone else right? I'll, it's, I'll, it's, right. it, it is difficult it's the most difficult thing that i've been trying to learn this year is to step back from the ledge and try and um not see everything as you know malign to benign. I, I think of this sentence a lot, never put down to malice what you can to incompetence. And one of the lads I play football with, football with to me, he said a very insightful thing. We we're just talking about this and he goes, he just goes, ah, you're giving them too much credit. And I thought, maybe so, maybe so. <clears throat> maybe so. Do, do you know what? In a psychological world, I'm in a psychological, uh, uh, what's the word I need? almost assessment of myself you could look at the word you use that's why i'll never say oh the the ruling elite well don't use that word elite are they elite no they're not so so when you use that you create a psychological almost algorithm in your own thought process that may become subconscious because they're not elite fuck them don't put them on that pedestal right yeah pick what your words are right see how you talk to yourself right right you know you you start to you have to understand people are subconsciously i you know so 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 in the matrix, they don't understand that. So some guy in a suit with his legs crossed being very serious at the World Economic Forum is sitting there. Mate, if I walked up and pushed him like that in the back of his head, he'd fall over, I'd pull his trousers down, he might have poo in his underpants. That's all he is. <laughs> right, right, that's all, right, that's it. That's all he is. <laughs> right, but there's, a, but there's a part of you psychologically, oh, this, this man's of status and... Yeah. No, he's just a psychopath. Just yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I, you're right. I'll, 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 I'll try and if I, if I can take that sentiment and then turn the volume down to the point whereby I think that the politicians that we you are seeing in your own country who are making decisions on the fly, they're also prone to their own algorithm and their own senses of outrage and all the things that they've been fed as well. Like they're not they're not divorced from the same um, problems or theories that you've been subjected to as well so you never know what fucking frame of mind they're in and the fact is when you really think about it, they're probably on some on many levels less informed and so oh. you're right you've you've we never voted for these politicians to make these decisions um so i don't have much sympathy for them but i do understand i do uh, exactly know exactly what you mean in that they're still human flawed monkeys as well you know well, it's, I, I think when you just said that we didn't vote for them to make these decisions, which is exactly where I think they've been manipulating society into this worship of science, which they can then link to the medical establishment. So now that scientists will be able to make decisions which will override politicians. Yeah. But you, I mean, did, but you, but you didn't vote for scientists, but scientists and medical professionals will now, but because there's a virus, and then, then that will override. Yeah. And now you can make these dictates that come from people you didn't even vote for. 
Yeah, right. I, I think you're right. I, I, I was thinking about this in the last few days. And, and the people are so conditioned to the worship of science mm. that they'll go along with it. They'll go along with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I was thinking about this, uh, you know, in the last few days, and that is that the, um, how, can I, how can I put it? Uh, we've placed our sort of, uh, democracy had to be placed on pause for these structures to be implemented. And so therefore, you can imagine somewhere, um, somebody sitting around going, well, what, how can we pause democracy? Because the West, is <laughs> the West is fundamentally too democratic to, re to introduce all these things, because nobody would vote for them. Like the working class people are not gonna vote for, hey, you all need uh, you know, non-petrol cars now, you all, and you all need greater bills for this, that, and the other. So you had, you can imagine it was like, how the fuck can we pause our democracy because we aren't the dictatorships that maybe we would like to be. Um, and this is the perfect, in my opinion, the perfect moment to go. Of course it is. Of course it is. Because also, and, and it's the perfect thing to do. What? Because you, you just culturally crossed all boundary, all borders and boundaries into the human landscape with what? Well, the idea of the loss of your mortality. Mm. Right, so the what oldest. You, what, do you, what, the old, what do you mean by that? Well, well, like in the sense of well, it was, there is a virus. Now, they could one, they could just tell you oh, there was a virus. Okay, and right, if you, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that if you if you want to get the whole world as an excuse to stop, well, what's the oldest primal button that you can press on every culture, person, living thing? Right, the the fear of death. Yeah. Right. So so bang, virus, bang, the whole world. And, and, and even subconsciously, they're pushing that button. Yeah. Right. So, so what, they know what's going to come out of that. Fear. Yeah. Utter fear. What kind of fear? The most existential fear of your own non-existence. Yeah. So if people could understand that, now we get into mysticism, just that, that they're not existing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, I, thought, I thought when you got into that stuff on, um, we are talking about this, on the trigonometry, you got into that the spirituality stuff on the second half of it. It came across really, uh, really well, actually, because um, we all me and, well, you, it, me and you used to always argue about that to the to the fucking to the nth degree. And then I was listening, I was going, yeah, okay, duality, fair, fair enough. You know, maybe it's just a sign well, of well, my so age, you know. Well, see, these words have just been triggered like everything else, like spiritual God. They 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 cause people to think things there that. Uh, yeah, and all they are is words to describe the undescribable. You know, that's, that's what God is, a word to describe. It's what an angel is. You know, I heard a great description of an angel the other day. I was listening to uh, this mystic. He goes, an, he goes, an angel's not real. The angel is an idea of God. And here's the part. You're manifesting. Why? Because it's an idea of what the mind cannot grasp. Well, yeah, I mean, the idea that we're just on a rock hurtling through space with no purpose is a, is a bit too <laughs> a bit too dark for most people. So we had to call, give things names, you know. Well, well, I don't think we are. I think you know, I'm. I'm... No, I'm. I'm saying that. I mean, that, I mean this, that, this, that, is, that, this that, is that idea is a, a very kind of dark existential thought for people, and so therefore, oh. but, you know, if you think about it, you go back to our hunter gatherer past and how we you know feared lightning and gave it a name or they had to um call the god of the forest to keep people from going into the forest and um you know our sort of what do you call it zoomorphic 
ideas of uh, giving nature godhood uh, is where I think it all came from. And we just sort of inherited that process. And like, I'm, I, you know, I think, believe, I believe that the, the, the journey is very important. I'm just not sure about the destination. If you know what I mean? Was, it, well, Was that the most pretentious thing I ever said? <laughs> no. <laughs> I could think the worst things at four in the morning peeled off my head in the tour bus. <laughs> stick at a stick at the cassette deck. <laughs> I hate this man. <laughs> That was yeah. very funny. What if, if you're going to be rock and roll, you're going to be rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah break, break, break a huge branch off a tree outside and come in and <coughs> smash the stereo. Oh, yeah, that's why I, I could never make bands when I was young with people who were willing to, well, I should perhaps make sure I've got my job and all that. No, 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 join, join, join. You have to, you have to join. Like yeah, the fucking, you have to join the club, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to join the fucking call. Otherwise, it's not real. You know, so. Well, tell me this though: you've been, have you been, you've been playing. You said you played the odd gig lately. What was that like? Well, I've, what have you been doing? Like, you've have played the odd gig, haven't you? Well, I played a few when I got here before this bullshit, and I've done one or two since this thing. But it's just, mm. one, you're not prepared. Mm. You know, what? You don't want to do this gig? Well, I haven't done gig for seven months. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you 20 minutes. Yeah, okay, I could wing it. Just go out there and tell some old jokes about fucking Amsterdam and rah, 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 yeah. rah, rah, rah. Play the So hit. what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's that? But even then, you've got to remember them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, they're not all sitting here ready to fucking come out. Yeah, it's one of the things that yeah. I, found, I found the most sort of disappointing, but I should have known it about this situation, is how little people give a shit about art in that our state and our government, not a single person has stood on a stage for nine months. The state gave people nothing. They didn't try and give them an open air show, maybe for free, a few in the summer to give people some humanity, no comedy, no theater. There's not even been a conversation about it. They placed some stuff in the budget and went, shut up, here's some money if we reopen. But you know, the idea that art means absolutely nothing in this context was really I knew it, well, I, but really quite revealing, like, wow, no one gives a shit about the cultural things that have defined us as people. You know, like, well, I'm, I'm one, I'm hanging on, like one person said to me, why do you give a fuck about the theatre? You never went to the theatre. I was like, ah, everything that's wrong about this is in that sentence, you fucking dickhead. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the oldest expression known to man, get in the, ta you know, in the, gather in a square and tell a story or, or whatever, you know, in a circle. Uh, and you're like, oh, you never went to the theater. It just, it fascinates me and also depressed me. Well, it, it, well, it, it shows nothing it, at all. It shows a very, it's, it's, it's just so, I mean, yeah, I didn't get to the theater. Well, one, I'm in a band. So secondly, I'm doing fucking theater. Secondly, sure, yeah. just because I, I didn't go to the theater doesn't mean lots of other people didn't go to the theater and that the theater wasn't important. What, what, yeah. what, 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 what about this don't you get? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if, well, how's this? How come I understood that theatre was important, but I didn't even go? <laughs> <laughs> it's because you, it's totally true. And here's, and here's the other thing. I grew up in Australia, so I already understand what it's like to live in that kind of fucking culture. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I, there's, a, there's a famous football player, so I'd have to, Australians will get this joke immediately, but I'll tell you who it is. To, it's the end joke. But the famous foot, because the name is perfect for a punchline, a famous football player called Fatty Vorton. Right? So he, he's, he's, he was a short little stocky guy, you know, hardcore, smashed big guys, and he eventually was the, the, on the footy show and was the host and all this. So it's a famous sporting celebrity TV character in Australia. As I said to them one night on stage, I said, so here's what I want to tell you. I might stand up here and go, you've got no culture in this country. Now, some of you might get offended. Some of you might not give a fuck. Some of you might feel, well, what do you mean? I said, well, okay, this is an Australian sort of culture. I said, but I said, let's look at it like this in the sense of our European roots. I said, could you tell me one composer, poet, ballet dancer, architect, playwright, uh, you know, musician, so forth, you know, painter that has higher status in this country than Fatty Vaught. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that's when they all go, actually, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not a you know that's why i've always like preferred europe even if it's got because i know that i've got that environment around me you know like there's a whereas australia mate you know. yeah well but this this whole situation yeah i mean you, you know we we saw different countries try and do distant shows and you know areas of germany i watch things like you know those outdoor opera and they were trying to trying to at least give people again comes back to the word some humanity with some form of expression but here nothing because art is only linked to tourism and so therefore who gives a fuck about it yeah. you know Australia's the same uh, and uh, which is bizarre for me because Irish people like to lean into our creativity <laughs> when it suits them you know you know oh a few points ah we're the nation of scholars well, I was, was going to say when I say when I say I know, I don't yeah. know as an Irishman, but I know by living in Ireland and knowing Irishmen yeah. that I know that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. poetic Irishman, you know, like, Yeah, well, we certainly yeah, saw yeah. What, we certainly saw what it was worth to society uh, during this. You know, I mean, <clears throat> they, they want to be that on the weekend after a few pints, but during the week they're celebrity Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, and what was also uh, astounding to me was the silence from all the big artists in Ireland all the big people who should have been like the the terms of this are you know you know artists should be allowed to do this that, and the other no didn't hear anything about the Bonos and the Sinead O'Connors and the is it well Sinead's a bit fucking ill yeah. but, okay. Okay. But, uh, but 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 no I, I thought about uh, you two who I was a band I do love as you know and like but I did think about them and other bands that have big sayings and I thought well where, where are they where are yeah. they yeah, nowhere. And you nowhere. Know, even small, even small movements about crew and people in theatres and, you know, because it, it employs so many people. People forget that artists employ all of the, you know, obviously the lighting engineers, the sound engineers, everybody who, even the people in the catering, the, the, the guy who comes in the van to collect you in the morning, the, the stone that drops in the, the, like the pond or whatever you want to call it, of being creative that ripples out affects so many different people and that it, it could never even get any traction in this argument um it kind of really See, these are the, very these are the these are the things where you don't even have to be conspiracy theorists but you still can't get through to people don't you see anything in that yeah 
because shutting it's, just shutting it down like it's of no importance whatsoever in the sense what yet yet before this you were watching tv shows in the morning or morning Aiden or something with a nat with a naturopath psycho psychologist on there who's telling you well it's best to be out in the sun and to be eating this and to be getting together with your family and that and you were listening to all of this stuff and you're all going yeah that's great advice wasn't it but now all of a sudden in all countries they were saying that well oh, it's lovely australia make sure you do that see your mates rah, rah, rah. but as soon as this happens no nah, no nah, you don't want it. but weren't you just saying it was so important Fuck. yeah <laughs> And, I, I mean, and the arguments I have with people, I, I said it to my friend, I said, what, what, was, what was the first piece of music you played this morning? And uh, she said it, and I said, well, you do realise that band would never exist in terms of lockdown. And, and as this rolls on, if this rolls on, no bands will exist. That band or that night you had where you met your spouse in a nightclub, and that doesn't happen. And, once, and you try and make it human to people when they go, all of these things don't happen. You don't laugh at a comedian anymore. You don't go to the footy with your dad. You don't, these things don't happen in this, you know? They're, it's just, it's gone. They, they, they can't fathom that it would stay like this. Yeah, I, yeah. And they don't fathom that as it stays longer, but they, you're offering the carrot of it not. They are acclimatizing you, mm. right? So that you won't, you'll suddenly be in it feeling not that fucking bad. Like it's, it's mm. maybe it's just, my mate in Melbourne, he said he went to a thrash gig the other night. They opened it up. 40 people allowed in, sitting at tables, watching a thrash. I would have walked out immediately. Right? Yeah. And then he just, and then he goes, he was just going, this is fucking retarded. I've got, I've got to fucking leave. And there was a bloke. And I knew this would happen straight away. Just goes to him, better than nothing. Mm. Yeah. Here's, the next, here's the next one coming. Yeah. Better than nothing. Nothing? What do you mean? What, who are you? You're such a beggar. Like, like, like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what the I'm not sure what the alternative is, but y you're right. It it feels like just taking the crumbs from the table, the small you know, oh, here, here, oh, a few little bits for you, you know. And, and somehow you, you you sit there grateful to psychopaths who will gladly drop depleted uranium all over. I mean, don't you understand? These are the same institutions. Don't yeah. you understand that? Like, why would you let the same institutions who told you there was too many people on the planet stick something in you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and also this push to just move everybody into being content creators, which I mean, I, I've been saying this during the, the last few months is like, if, if, if this is how it is for rock or metal or playing in a band, then I just won't do it anymore. Because this, my, just, just playing an acoustic guitar in the room, I'll, I'll quit. You know, I'll, I'll bow out and become a serial killer or a politician or, you know, one. <laughs> but um, I've already, I've already, I've already, if someone said to me, see, here's what the thing that I saw. I can piece things together by just having a drop of information come into my head now. I saw, I walked past the lounge, I saw an ad. I think we're coming across, we'll start to be more innovative. And that's, well, I don't know why I said Irish then, I'm getting, getting into it. And then, uh, and then uh, as soon as I heard that word innovative, I thought, no, 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 you're not innovative. What you're going to do is you're going to transfer everything into this realm and you're going to promote it as innovation. So now when you go, Oh, aren't we innovative in a time of crisis? We'll just get on and do comedy on the internet. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Why? Because you're manifesting the reality. Yeah, yeah. And for also, them. For and them. Again, right. Yeah, and again, it's 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 submitting to this level of anti-humanism, um, which I won't do. I won't no, fucking do. No, I agree with you. I won't do it either. I'm not playing gigs in empty rooms to nobody no. and, and asking no. to be paid on Vimeo. It's not happening. Uh, if, someone said, if someone said to me, would you like to do comedy in front of a bunch of people sitting in their cars? Yeah, no. Uh, 
I, I don't know how you can ask me that and not feel that I wouldn't be offended. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, and, and, and I'm the anti-offended comedian, remember? But I'm like, <laughs> yes, but, I but, 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 but I'm like, well, I probably wouldn't be offended. I just get no and go home. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's been, you know, it's been floated to me like, hey, maybe you should uh, get on Twitch and play computer games against 20 year olds from, you know, I don't know this north specific northwest for money and i'm just like i can't i can't i can't a middle-aged man i can't do that you know and also if everything is just removed or reduced to just being either a a content creator with little purpose i think i, be, I keep using the word agency do you know what i mean and you're talking about human processes should have human agency but when it has no humanity and no agency then it's just this you know and I can't, it's, I, it's, I can't live like that. It is. It's just that. Yeah. Or as, or as, or as Ken Wilber, a guy I used to read years ago, as he, as he described, Ken Wilber, he's often described as the most intelligent man in the United States you've never heard of. Right. right. So he, he wrote, he wrote books that were kind of based in, he understood science a lot, but he also understood mysticism and Buddhism and non-duality. So he used to do these kind of understanding of Western culture with its kind of, lack of depth in the way that Newtonian science had come in as a simple version of what he was talking about, right? Compared to Eastern mysticism, where the whole sort of cultures are based in this kind of depth psyche. So he used to call the, like, the Western look of, you know, the view of objects and that just as flatland, right? Like, like you live in flatland, like a world of surfaces, all span, no depth, which is exactly this world, you know? Mm. It's just all, no, there's no, there's no you there. There's no, I mean, you saw it when people used to go to gigs and, and now they're filming the band on their phone, but I used yeah. to think, but the band is here. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, so are you going to, are you going to film this so you can go home and watch what you didn't see? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting. You make that point about the West. I mean, I'd say that one of the big differences of course is, is that maybe the West was mm -hmm. that once upon a time, but it, it went through the Industrial Revolution, which... which oh, of course it was, because, you know, if you're listening to... I listen to Western mystics. They're all saying but, the same thing as Eastern mystics. But, but now so, it, it, they call it the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is kind yeah. of, you know, it, it adds another level of, of onto, onto what you just said. But yeah, you're yeah. right. Well, it sits, it sits well with the Fourth Reich, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that's this podcast demonetized then. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, well, I don't, you don't get enough, um, you don't get enough clicks for that. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the idea that uh, every, all that, our... That, that was only based on a book I read years ago, The Rise of the Fourth Reich. So, you know. All right. <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> it's a history in it, in it. Yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all this idea of, of corralling everything into just being content creating. Um, is the kind of most um yeah depressing sort of reality of it and and i see i saw musicians at the start of this doing like cooking programs or the idea that you hear about musicians and they bring them onto tv and they go oh, so you've done a tour on zoom of different places and how's that going for you and it's all about all i hear about is like oh well there is another economy out there and you want to say to people well it's not about the economy only there's other things as well it's not just about shuffling papers in the budget. You can see. It's like, hey, hey, we'll, we'll yeah. give you universal basic income, but just stay inside. It's like, well, mate, it's it's it's. If someone says, you know, it's, yeah, if you say yeah, it's more about the economy, you people go the economy. If someone says that to me, all they're doing is displaying their conditioning. Mm. 
I mean, that's been in conditioning forever, isn't it? Money's the thing. Money's the thing. Who, who sold the most records, right? And now it's got you. Yeah, here we go. Well, it's not this. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I mean, of course, people still have to have methods of feeding themselves and feeding the kids and all that kind of thing. No problem. But at the same time, to reduce art or creativity to it's only worth being either that there's potentially a new economy to it. I mean, I released, we released a Dread Sovereign single last week, and I was saying to people in interviews. Well, so releasing music now is just like, it just makes you um, a statistician. Oh. All you do is watch numbers go up and down and talk to people on a screen, you know? That's not why you started a band. No. no. Um, but I don't... I start... yeah. How can I do comedy on the fucking internet? What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. It's fucked. Now, what are you talking about? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm here in my room. Um, <laughs> so... So, you know, uh, <laughs> so what's going what on? What have you been up to? Yeah, you uh, oh. crowd work is going to, crowd work is going to be difficult. <laughs> I mean, do you see them on the screen? Like how, how many? To, like, what, what, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I presume you see lots of little faces along the butt, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. I, t- I can't comprehend how any of, well, I worked out this years ago, and is this arrogant or elitist? I don't know. But I worked out this years ago what the amount of artists I knew who wouldn't sell out. Well, now I know too. You and me. <laughs> yeah. I, I worked out, and I'm sure there's many others in the metal world out there, but I worked out years ago. I used to think all these guys are new and everybody's that one fucking ad. Yeah. Right, 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 like, right, like, just. <laughs> I don't, I mean. Actually, actually, my friend in Anil, my friend London, uh, in London, Anil, you know, the Indian guy, he, he did, yeah. they offered him 10, they offered him 10,000 quid for an ad to advertise gambling. He went, no, sir. No. Uh, yeah. No, we got, we got offered ads to do things for um, telephone companies and things like this. And we, I just, I didn't even have to ask the rest. Of them. just like, no, that's not what we're you know not what we're about i mean i think i i and this is one thing i wanted i actually i did write this down to ask you a friend of mine from um south america said to me she sent me a picture of like hey we're at a football match you know kind of like mocking me like a bit and then she just said you know she and she had this thought and we kind of simultaneously had this thought and she says you know it's possible that poor people in the developing world are going to be freer than oh, well, I, oh. rich people in the first world Mate, I knew that. I knew that fucking twenty years ago. Mm. I used to say, I used to say to my, especially probably fifteen years ago when I started to go to some of these places. I already knew. And as much as you know, I don't sit there and romanticise poverty if you haven't got a toilet. I've been to some fucking serious shitholes in my fucking life, and yeah, these, these people were not miserable. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, and I'm not going to romanticise it. I'm not saying there's not misery and tragedy in there. I'm saying mm. that, and and they know how to live. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. I don't think I have had people say to me like, Oh, were we ever free? And I go, yeah, but look, right. A year ago, we were able to pursue our dreams, goals and aspirations. <laughs> now we're not. So yes, I get your uh, flippant argument. Were we ever free? We, we were fundamentally <laughs> to a degree. We had our own personal autonomy. Of course there were checks and balances. There always is, but projecting forwards, it could very well be that living here, uh, is far less free than living in fucking Costa Rica or Fiji oh, or oh, Senegal oh, or whatever, you know? Mate, those places are already free, I reckon. They've been free for ages. You live on the beach somewhere in a hut, you can yeah. walk around with no shoes on. I'm like, yeah. yeah. 
you know, I, I, I sort of know growing up in Australia, I haven't been into rural places and hanging out there in festivals in the 90s for two, three weeks at a time. I know what happens to you when you wander around with no shoes on for three weeks in the fucking woods, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. you, you kind of lose sense of things and time. <laughs> just kind of, and it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it is just a strange thought that, um, I mean, again, like I said, I, I caveat all these things when people listening to us going, oh, look at these two paranoid old dudes, old white dudes complaining about stuff. I go, oh, we, I, like, I keep caveating my opinions about things with people going, this is the kind of thing that interests me to talk about. And talking about the more benign possibilities isn't very interesting, but I'm perfectly willing to admit and want to be wrong about a lot of these things. Like when you go, oh, people say to me, oh, you just want to be doing I told you so. And I go, no, I don't, because it's not about me. This is fucking huge. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, know what I mean? About, I want about me. I want you to come up to me in nine months at a festival and poke me in the fucking side and hand me beer and go, see, you were fucking, you know, you were too Jit. far gone. And Jit. I go, I, and I, I will go, yep, and great. That's brilliant. Do you know what? I used to say, I used to say, for all, I used to say, for all the people in the world to be free, I will be that guy in the caravan with the purple cats. <laughs> that's that's that bloke who used to fucking say these things <laughs> yeah but but again the idea that you that that, that thinking about these things people assume only narcissism and selfishness within the arguments and why, what you're trying to talk about is again freedom liberty you know individual sovereignty all these kind of things um, and people will say, well, you just want to say, I told you so in a year. It's like, well, no, not well, I find at that, all. I, I find it strange that they are, well, not strange, but these, these, these kind of uh, cliched reactions. Well, were we ever really free? Which is kind of like saying, hey, I'm deep. Yeah. It, and what does it mean? I, what does it mean? It's like, look, you know, you were able to, you know, play music, do this, the other, go on tour, go to this, go to that, you know, get on a plane and go to Japan and wherever you were. You know what? Yeah, there were checks and balances, but you were fundamentally free. Were we ever free? Were we always controlled? And it's like, well, well, well here's, here's okay, you're not, you're, not a, you're not a fucking serf living in the 15th century. I get, you know what I mean? Even though that's yeah. kind of what this may be. But, but also... But, <laughs> But also yeah. this, when he goes, oh, were we ever free? I, I, I'd like to ask these people, but what if I came up to you 10 years ago? Because in my world of understanding what conspiracies, I would equate with, no, you're not free. Right? Mm. No, you're not. Right? But if I told you that 10 years ago, you probably would have called me a conspiracy theorist. What are you fucking talking about, man? I can fucking do what I want. I fucking go to the pub and all that, right? Yeah. But now you're acting as though you're kind of a bit existential and going, oh, well, were we really free? Is it, is it, uh, like, <laughs> Which to me looks like just an excuse because you don't want to confront the reality that's sitting on your doorstep, which may fall into your lap at the drop of a fucking hat. Because fear has been triggered in them, yeah. and I can see I can see the denial in them. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's almost like a it's almost a psychological reversion to the womb. Yeah, I mean, I I I do like I, I do have sympathies with with things like that because I do understand that to be I as I said, completely unmoored from the shore and out at sea in deep waters um, can be, um, you know, a difficult place for people to be um, intellectually or um, emotionally. They can't function the same way. So to, to, to all of a sudden turn around and go, 
I don't have, like, for me, I never had any faith in these institutions anyway. Um, and so I had none to lose. And so for, for people who have faith that there's somebody out there with their best interests at heart, um, and there are some people, sure, but to lose that faith in the middle of this, for some people would just be so... Um, that's, 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 what was, that's what I was saying before. It's so They don't know how much it's got them. Right? Mm -hmm. I used to say years ago, if you got a lot of people in the, in the busy Western, and for, for a month, instead of going home and after their dinner, they had watched TV, they sat around a fire with their family, just sat there around the fire. I reckon after a month, some of them would probably go mental and couldn't hack it. But after a month, I reckon half of them would probably go, oh, yeah. Look, I, I, oh, fuck, I didn't know it was in me. Like, <laughs> like yeah. all, that, all that fucking Well, shit. it's, it's, it's yeah, all, like, yeah, well, it's, 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 it's entirely addict forming. I mean, you know, your average person pulls out their phone to check in with it, I mean, every six, seven minutes, you know? Just every, every, every moment in the world where you could, where you just have a pause is punctuated with, and that's, that's addiction. That's the same mm -hmm. as, you know, on a night out, you need to do another fucking line, you need to fucking keep chasing it, or, you know, you need to have a smoke every time to punctuate the moment. And so you're just, you are, it's completely, oh, well, it's, it's, well, you know? it's, it's, an, it's an addict, it's an addicted society. Mm. Sex, shopping, gyms, television, work, drugs. Mm. It's just an addicted society. If people could understand that, it's all, it's all, it's all just you're in this, you're in this fucking matrix. It's not a fucking joke, people. Like, like, even psychologically, you're in a fucking mate. You just trust doctors without thinking. You just trust teachers. You just trust people. You just uh, the experts and scientists. Bah, 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 bah. Heaps of people are almost like that. They're almost fucking like that. I can tell by the way it comes out. They may as well just have a card from the. When I go, what do you think? They should just present me with a card that the BBC gave. I mm. think this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> which, which ironically is where they're going to take this thing. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's it's even the even the thing about, for example, the as we said at the beginning, or I think was that. The, the concept of trusting your freedom to big pharma. When, when two years ago, people were, you know, were, uh, look, they, they caused the opioid crisis, et cetera. And you're like, okay. <laughs> well, you know what, what you're what, saying? What, what, is, is, that, is that what cognitive dissonance is? This kind of weird yeah. thing? Because sometimes I see people put posts on and I go, Jesus Christ, right? And then I put something up and they like it. But I go, how did you like that? Because... What you put up yesterday is the complete opposite of this. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah it's one of the, I think there's like 20 phrases that sum up the last couple of years and cognitive dissonance is definitely one of them, um, along with, you know, loads of intersectionality and all these new words we know. But cognitive dissonance, yeah, it's, it's so profound. But I think what's, what's maybe if you dig down even further into it is the idea that, for example, um, Say in communist Russia, right, in the 1980s, you would pick up Pravda and you'd be told how well the economy is doing and all of the lies you had to row in behind as a, as a person in that society to function. But then you queued for four hours to get in for no bread. The cognitive dissonance of those two things is almost Stalinist demoralization in its ideal, which is what is, I think is happening now. And so therefore, the idea that you have to, to be a good citizen, you have to subscribe to the lie, even when you know, you can see that that's not what's happening. That's, 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 it's Orwellian. It's a perfect, it's a per oh, yeah, it's a perfect description of it. You know, you're more well-versed in all these things that went on in these countries, but you know, I, I knew something like, but that's a great description of it. exactly that. That's psychological schism. 
mm. that would be created in this kind of, yeah. you know, it could drive a person insane. Cause yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's, but it's, I, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's an unreality. Like it's a, it's a. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like you know, you get somebody who has a small business. And, and sorry, and especially in the sense of say Stalinist Russia, you know that above it is this tyrannous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That will. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. That so, can so you're disappear in, you in a second. Yeah. So you're in, so you're you're in this psychological schism. Yeah. Yeah. And and, like, and that 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 surveillance, that level of Orwellian surveillance or whatever. Yeah. Or the disappearing society. I mean, it's exemplified in so many things that are happening now, whereby we can see that you know it's okay to go shopping in this huge major shop, but your small business has to say shut. <laughs> <laughs> so well, here's the parts here's the parts where i laugh there's no science the in that you know so here's the parts where i laugh that the, the parts where, okay so there's no conspiracy theory okay so there's none but w what's that yeah is that the retaking yeah. of property is that the you know the what, 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 what is this but then they just go blah, blah, you know yeah. blah, blah. They just go, I'm, I'm not there anymore i left that speed i got over the i got over the anger speed hump yeah okay That's yeah it. yeah because also I look at them like a blessing, like thanks, you know. I had to face the part of myself that fucking because where's that going to get me? Well, you 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 said you said a very interesting thing in the in the trigonometry thing I thought, um, which was about uh, sort of letting go a bit, you know. Well, <coughs> and that's something that you learned to do this year, if, you think, or what? If, because because if, we know each other if, for a long time, and you know that that's 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 a new thing to learn. It's pretty interesting. If if now, because me and you have been discussing, and people are listening, and these two old bastards just get red. Right? <laughs> and they go, because you always get the people that go, okay, so where's the solution? Well, there is no. It's, so, okay, do we have a solution that my mind would offer me that I could form a structural thing that we could all get together? Of course not. What are you talking about? This is right. This, yeah. is, a this is a global fucking thing. So, me and you wish to see, you know, I, I was a bit lefty and fanatical when we used to butt heads about these things you know more lefty than i knew i didn't because i didn't really here's my here's my total misunderstanding i didn't even know what lefties and righties were you know, i didn't you know i didn't know that certain papers were that side i just bought them and read them <laughs> right, right. so because i've always been more informed by alternative stuff and spirituality and all that kind of stuff so but when i have a you know you have a depression for five years and a breakdown well that helps your face yeah, yeah. Like, 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 you suddenly realize all the shit parts of you and you realize the parts of you where I was a robot. Yeah. I was a fucking robot. As much as I thought I was sort of outside the fucking thing and I like, you know, I was, I had more of an outside of thing like you because it's kind of natural to me since I was a kid, you know, like, this yeah. is all a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> right, so, but that breakdown really, you know, shattered that into a thousand fucking pieces you know there's no one to blame for this but you and there's that and, that, and that's not even a point and yes yeah. and 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 i mean i'll tell you i've never it's hard to explain this really i remember standing outside the doctor's office when i was first beginning my five years into fucking the shadow of death i remember standing at the front of this doctor's office in this darkest depression and this thing and i and it was almost like in front of me like there was almost, I couldn't see it like a vision, but it was like there was a void. Right? I realized I'd fallen into a void. And for the first time in my life, I realized I, I can't get out of here. 
like, 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 like there's nothing I can do. Like, like before I couldn't get, I couldn't be, be in a band in Australia. So I'll become a comedian. I'll try that. Well, I can't. So I'll go to Ireland. I can do, I can do something. I could, I, I want to make another, I, I could crawl out. I could, mm. I could create things. I could, I, I'm in Australia. I'm not going to be successful in a band here, but I'll do it anyway. How can I do it? I'll do, I'll make a, I'll, I'll make a plan and I'll fucking do it. That's what I realized. I, I can't get out of here. You mean like a coping mechanism? Yeah, you didn't have any or? or no, not even like a coping, like, like, I was in the deepest depression, not sadness, depression. Yeah. I realized I had, that my body was ill somehow. I didn't know what yet. Adrenals burned out, gut issues, the neurotransmitters have blown out. Yeah. I can't function. I've lost my girlfriend. I'm in Australia. Where do I live? I'm in a house. I'm, not, I'm like, I, I, but it was almost not just circumstance. It was within me. Like, like I can't, get, I, I'm in a place I've never been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, this is this is a place I've never been. This is yeah. fucking intense, right? <laughs> right. And, and so, so yeah, I mean it's 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 fascinating. Well, it was fascinating for me to hear you say that you've developed um a sort of uh, a debility of letting it go in this situation because um it's it's a very difficult thing to learn. So just trying to I was thinking of how the how has Husey figured out that's well, I, I, I listen to things. Well, I listen to fucking. So this, is, if we got time to talk, and we'll try and put a synopsis on something which is a kind of deep subject and a, and a mind fuck. So, so I was reading those books years ago, non-duality. When I got into Buddhism, everything. For a quick synopsis of Buddhism in the sense of enlightenment. Okay. Let's do a quick synopsis of Buddhism, right? So they'll, they'll, they'll view the world as, call it samsara, right? Okay, so this yeah. Is so this is the world of duality, subjective, objective, right? right? This is samsara. They then say we want to become enlightened, which burns off karma, which then reunites them with groundless being, what you might call God, where they, where they say you truly come from. Not, you're not the yin and the yang. You're not the subjective object. You're not this world. There's a groundless being that manifests this world which through mysticism is they call God or source or energy. What, you know, these are just words for this thing, right? Their thing is if you then become enlightened in this realm, you then break the wheel of karma where you don't get reborn back into samsara because you've re-reunited what you really are. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Now, here's the mind fuck. You can't reunite with it and you can't do anything to get there because you already are it. Okay. In the sense of groundless being, that your real nature of what you really are is the source that births who you think you are. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, I've been, I've been to, I mean, I've been to Buddhist countries and I've, 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 if there's any one religion that sort of would resonate more with, I think, what human beings are naturally, are naturally, it would probably be Buddhism, but it's well, not something well, that's ever, religion is something that's ever really called to me too much since I was, no, because all that side of religion is fucking either me, no way, you know, uh, no fucking way. But when you get to Christian mystics, when you get to Sufi mystics, when you get to Hindu mystics, mm. they're another fucking set of things. 
but that's that's not in the realm of fundamentalism or churches or fucking they're like it's all non-dual all of it doesn't matter what denomination it's all non-dual so so do you think that okay so so let's talk about letting go control right so so what what they're saying ostensibly is one you think you're the body. It's the anchor of your reality. Right? Like if you think about yourself, you'll probably see yourself as a body. If you think about other people, you'll see them as a body. Right? Okay. If you, th- if you think about Dara, you, see, you, you picture, you, know, the th- you think about, dressed, of course. But you know what I'm saying. Yes, thank you for that image, yes. So, so what they're saying is, okay, so now you're, you're in this, you have a subjective world. You're now seeing things as objects, right? You see yourself as an object and you see yourself in a world of other objects, right? Which, which you bash up against, right? This is simplified version of this, right? right? But you also have a subjective world. Right? There's a subjective world going on, a psychological world, a subjective realm of the mind, right? So, so we all go, so, so they ask, well, what does the mind really do? And what does it get up to if you don't know what it's really up to, <laughs> in, a, in a sense, right? Because it gets conditioned, right? And so they go, it's not that the mind is bad, it's just that most of you, it's dragging you around like a fucking dog, mm. right? Because it's there, it's there for practical things. Right? It's, it's not like you become a robot and you just, not that you don't think, but it's just that if you're just letting it, because here's what they talk, here's where it gets mind fucking, right? So you've got the body, the nervous system, the brain. So you've got the psychological realm, the new sphere, the psychological realms. They go, they're so entwined, right? So a thought comes up. The mind grabs the thought. This is all happening like this, right? This is a description of something that's putting into a, a literal description of something that's not probably what it is, but the way to describe it, right? So you have a thought. The mind grabs it. The mind takes ownership of the thought. The nervous system is in like this. All the conditioning that you think you know about reality comes into play through the emotions, the nervous system, all this. This now creates the image you have of yourself. Right? They're telling you, now you think that's you from, the, from, from your natural, organic, primordial state. And they're telling you, no, it's not. There's a primordial state that's manifesting all this, and you're of that. This is the illusion in duality, and you follow the mind and look at the state of the world. Well, here's what the mind is giving you. Because that's the ego, the mind, the, the don't tell me what to do, the fucking I know what's right, I know what's fucking right. But where is the mind going to take you? It'll just take you on a million journeys. Mm. Where's it going to get to? Peace? Never. Because once it got to peace, it'll go, but what about that? <laughs> right. it never, it's never satisfied. I listened to this guy. He said a great thing right there. He goes, here's the problem most people don't understand. He goes, he goes the mind has an agenda and you're not in it. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, and it will take you wherever you think. He goes, it's almost like a fisherman that throws things out like anything, like real quick, like I'm a loser. I'm a fuckwit. He goes, and it just waits you to grab one. I'm a loser. That'll do. Let's go with that. <laughs> Mind is an agenda and you're not in it. 
<laughs> Hang on. That's a perfect moment to uh, end this, I think. Perf the mind is in it. Ugh, I'm good. That's too much to fucking... Uh, you, did, you broke my brain there. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. They do. Okay. Here's the right. addendum. Here's the... <laughs> so, so we'll just wrap it up quickly. So here's what you're about letting go of control. So, so, okay. So that's, so your groundless being, this is manifesting. Therefore, once you live in this, they say you live in duality. Therefore, use the mind to try and create what you want in this duality. But you also, now you're in the realm of duality, which has laws, right? So then you go for happiness. But as soon as you seek happiness, you've instigated sadness. Because it's the, it's, it's the opposite. Right, okay. Right, and most seeking of happiness is born out of the seed of sadness. Right, and because this is a law, it has the energy has to return to sadness. So this is why you keep going up like this. Yeah. Right, because it's it's not that oh circumstance, and then you blame circumstances. Yeah. Right? But they're trying to tell you, they're trying to tell you. There's a great Zen say where the Zen master's there, and the student walks in, and he goes, "How have you been?" The master goes, "How have you been?" He goes, "Oh, I've been." I've, he goes, oh, "I've had a really rough two weeks." He goes, "That's fantastic." He goes, "Why would you say that?" He goes, why would you say that? He goes, well, you're bound to be happy the next two weeks, aren't you? Right, he, goes, he goes, and then when he walked in the next day, he goes, how's your been? He goes, I've had a fantastic two weeks. He goes, sorry to hear that. He goes, why? He goes, you're in for a rough ride. <laughs> so, 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 so here's what's so funny about political correctness. Go about that. We're grabbing, grabbing. You better be like this. You better be like that. You better go, I'm at peace and freedom. It's all like, this is the mind out of control. This is the ego out of fucking control. That's why sometimes these people, they would clap and cheer as their fellow citizens got fucking executed before that mind, that ego would let them play, think they're wrong, right? It's that strong. It's yeah. that strong. So when they're talking about, I listened to this old Indian mystic one day, he goes, you must get that demon out of you. <laughs> he goes, it is an insane madman and will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here's the great thing here's the great thing you also understand it's not an enemy it is the divine why because all manifestation is divine there's no enemy here so this is how you let go of control what so so how would you meditate right what what do they start to do to 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 would start to how am i letting go of control well when thoughts rise now you realize you 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 can choose to grab them Sometimes they get you too quick. You don't even know. You're just lost. The mind is so tricky and, and artful. Mm. So, if you, so if you go to meditate and you think, oh, I'll use a breath, you might be five in, you think, I've really got this. And next minute, I'm just thinking about, how did I get here? How did I get it? Just so. <clears throat> so if, if, you just, if you just start to watch it, you start to see its nature. Right? And then you, then you start to realize that as thoughts come up and feelings then attach to them because the nervous system fires that, that, right? Then you can start to realize, I don't have to fucking involve myself in that. I can stand here and just watch it. And the more, instead of, instead of grabbing it and going, now I have this opinion, you just watch it. And the more you watch it, the less it starts to come because it's got no Velcro anymore. Mm.
<laughs> right. So, yeah, so yeah. it just so so instead of going to therapy and doing all this and talking about no, stop inquiring, stop concerning yourself. Yeah. The other, the other, I had an argument with someone the other week. Then I was two days later. I still got fucking tight gut and planning revenge, even though it's not. Yeah, and yeah, that fucking dickhead. But, mm. not, but it's in me. I can feel it. I'm just looking at it, and then I'm. I, I'm, I'm washing up that afternoon, I'm washed, and it's in me. Ah, oh, that fucking, t- 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 say that to me, and me guts are, and I'm sitting there going, look at it. It's just, I'm washing up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nothing's happening. No. Yeah. Right, but, like the the, the yeah. only thing that's happening is this thing is fucking going insane, right? So I just went, I'll just wash up while it, right. you, just, you, just, you just ignore it. Yeah. And then you realise, then you realise that, so then you start to realize no one can do anything to you. Why? Because you just don't, even to the point, ultimately, which, you know, they could kill you. But if you're in that, if you've realized, self-realized, the ultimate state of what? That you're not in control of anything. You are the dreamer of the dream. You're beyond this reality. You're beyond <laughs> this fucking reality. Right? Like, like. But this reality is also not a filthy thing. Oh, you got to get away from it. No, you can't. No, it's the divine manifest. It's, it's everything being nothing simultaneously, which the mind can't comprehend. So they go, don't use the mind to try and work it out because it can't. It can't. So don't go there. Just forget about it. So understand the realm of the mind, what it can do, what it can't. And stop trying to use it for things it can't do. And stop letting it use you. <laughs> The things that you don't want to fucking do. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. 
Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.